guys, welcome back to Marriage is for Adults. I'm Bree. And I'm Juan. And this is episode five. So uh, we took a little break. We're gonna kind of extend the time in between episodes. Um, so we've been on a little hiatus and we are back recording. And today is actually our third year anniversary as this sign that Mr. Young made says. Um, so yeah, it's kind of fitting that we're picking back up on our anniversary and we're finishing off um, the two-part episode or series um, on our vows. So on the last episode, we read my vow or I read my vows and we kind of asked questions about them. So this week we are doing the same thing, same questions, but just with Juan's vows. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and read my vows that I wrote and recited at our wedding on this day, September 6, 2015. Uh, and here we go. All right. <laughs> you didn't know where to start. <laughs> uh, Brianna, my best friend. I prayed to God for a companion who could understand me and accept me as I am and for a special friend who would share laughter and tears, and he sent you. I fasted. I don't even know if that's a word. Fasted? Is it a word? I think so, in a biblical sense. Okay. I fasted and prayed for God to send me someone uh, to love me, to give me all that I wanted to give to her, and he sent you. As I stand across this aisle and stare into your beautiful eyes, I see something familiar. Your spirit, that smile. I know it all too well. You see, I know an angel when I see one, and you, my love, are heaven sent. After my mother passed away, there was darkness for a long time, and then there was light, and that light was you. Your love has given me wings, and our journey begins today. I pledge before all of those assembled today to be your husband from this day forward. I promise to live with you and laugh with you, to stand by your side and sleep in your arms, to be joy to your heart and food for your soul, to bring out the best in you always, and for you to be the most that I can. I promise to laugh at your corny Golden Girl references. Hmm. I promise to comfort you when you are down, to wipe your tears with my hands, to protect you with my body, to mirror you with my soul, to share with you all my possessions and accolades. But most importantly, I promise to allow God to love you through me until our lives come to an end. Okay. Those were my vows. Congratulations. Um, okay, so kind of like what I talked about with my vows, um, I guess we'll just get straight into the question. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, what part of your vows do you think that you're living? No, you answer that first. No, why do I have to answer it first? You can answer it first. Look, I, so I think when I look at these vows, I haven't read these vows and... You got on me. What? Saying I didn't read my vows in a long time. But I think that I'm I'm not going to... I think I am being... I think 
these vows that I said right here, I think I am living up to mostly everything in these vows. I think... Yeah, I mean, I think most of this talked about just being a support system and just being there when things are tough and being able to be somebody who you can lean on. Um, and I think that I've been that. I think that I'm living that. I think that I'm... Um, yeah, man, I think I think I was very strategic of what I wrote in these vows. You are. You see the They're difference between vague. her vows and my vows, right? They're very vague. Yeah, she wants she 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 was very specific in hers. See, but my vows were better. That's fine. What I do is I underpromise and overdeliver. <laughs> okay. You you promising all of this stuff, making all these promises. Isn't I'm, there a song promises promises? Isn't that seven o two? No. I think there's a song. The girl, she had the gap and the lisp. No, 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 no. There's no promises. But they say that in the song. No. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. Just get back to these vows. Oh, anyway. Uh, well, you were just saying promises, promises, and there's a song that does that. Anyway, uh, I would agree. I think you are... Make sure you're not behind the sign. What? Make sure they can see you. I can't... You set the chair here. Oh, my gosh. If it's If I'm cut off, it's your issue. Um, you're right. My eyes are beautiful. Thank you. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think you are, you do all that you said you would do, except you do not laugh at my Golden Girls references. First of all, they're not corny. Second of all, you don't laugh at them. So that is something we need to highlight there as improvement point it's a big part of my life i love the golden girls thank you for being a friend first of all it's not how it sounds no i mean those are the words it's not how it goes mr salmon yes i know some of these golden girl references i'm girls are life if you can't laugh at golden girls i can't laugh with you so it's just um but no, I think um, I think you are living up to your vows for sure. Um, do you think that there's? Well, I guess I could ask the question to myself if I think there's a part that you need to work on more. Do you think? Well, you don't have to answer yet, but I mean, do you think there's a part? It's just yes or no that is in your vows that you're like, okay, I need to work on that more, and then we can compare. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's always work to be done. I don't think it's I mean, like, but one in particular point that, like, stands out that you're like, okay, yeah, that's one I, I need to... Because, yeah, you could always say we're always improving day by day, but... Yes. Okay. Which area? You go first. <laughs> um, hmm. I think that I'm... Well, I don't think necessarily that you're you don't do it well i think for what i need sometimes it's like a more gentle approach not that you're not gentle like when you say um i promise to comfort you when you're down and wipe away your tears which you do um i just th <laughs> no <laughs> listen i just think that like sometimes for me i need like more like more gentleness in the comfort does that make sense like 
I think, like, it's the comparison of, like, how you would, like, so take Jalen, for example. The way I comfort him is much different than the way you do. You're kind of like, he's a boy, like, you're right, son. Not that you're not gentle with it, but it's just, like, it's just not, like, soft. You know what I mean? Do you get know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. Like, like, okay, for example, yesterday when um, you came home and, like, I was sad about Jalen and the whole, like, he's been having, like, little issues, baby issues. And I was just, like, long day, really sad, and so I was crying. And his response is, why are you crying? Not that that's bad. I just think that the approach I need is, like, more of a absorption first and then ask what's wrong later does that make sense like yeah. i need like a don't cry and then we can get into the well yeah okay do you get what i'm saying yeah <laughs> you don't agree <laughs> i mean that if that's what you need then i mean then that's what i need to do i can't say like oh it's right and that's wrong i mean if that's what your experience is then i don't want to devalue that experience i mean um yeah i mean i think speaking from the eye perspective um i mean I, I do think that i have tried to be there for you um you know in those some really tough times i think you know one of the things that i certainly can do better and there's an area of opportunity for me is just being able to speak more of your language and um yeah, I mean, really just speaking more of your language and just... Is that what you were thinking of before? Like, is this yeah, your answer to yeah, the question? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that was what I was going to say. I mean, to be there, stand by your side, you know, join your heart, food for yourself, bring out the best in you always. And I mean, I think the whole bring out the best in you always, I mean, it's it's, you know... It's like, I can have an idea what I think is, you know, the best the way best to bring out yeah. <laughs> the best in you, and you have a very different idea of what that is. So I think it's just, I mean, hey, today is celebrating three years. I think I think I've gotten much better at it, um, but yeah, man, I certainly think it's a, it's an area of improvement of, like, learning your, the language that your, your spouse speaks and, you know, what speaks to them. Um, yeah. Like yesterday when you used that example. All I'm thinking is I'm walking in and my wife is crying. Why are you crying? <laughs> like what and not why, like and that's the thing where, you know she heard why as like almost it, it like, like what what are you crying for? That's a, that's essentially what you heard. Right. What like, are you crying for? Yeah, yeah. And I was just literally asking why for an explanation of a reason, not for a justification, like right. not for you to have to justify yourself, but just because I wanted to know, like, what is the reason? Is there something I think, I mean, I think spouses, um, I think that's just part of communication. I think, you know, when you come to uh, a situation or just when you're communicating with your spouse, I think you always have to give that person um the benefit of the doubt that they're coming from a place of love that they're True. coming from a part a place of like genuine care right right not like i wasn't walking in coming from a place of judgment right 
It was coming from a place of care, and that's just me kind well, of sometimes yeah. getting to because the point. you're very much like a problem solver in the sense of like, okay, here's the, what do we need to do, um, and he's always trying to pull. <laughs> we had a, had a conversation the other day about surface level answers to questions, and so he's always trying to pull these deeper answers out of me. So I'm tend to always be on the defense when it comes to it so even in moments when i i know he wasn't asking me to justify why i was crying yesterday um and really was just wanting to know like what was wrong um and even what i we've talked about a couple days ago like when he asked me if i feel seem preoccupied or like he just sees something's on my mind um he'll be like what's wrong with you and he's not asking I hear it like that, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why why are you like this? That's what I hear when he's really just asking me, like, hey, what's going on? Um, and so I feel like it's, it is a balance. Like, I need to retune my receiver so that I hear it coming from a place of good intentions. Um, and then I think also on your end, like you were saying, it can be adjusted as well to, I mean, even sometimes your choice of words can be powerful uh, or your tone. Um, but I also have to hear it for what it's worth as well. But it is different, like, to just be like, hey, it's okay. What's wrong? <laughs> it's very different than why are you crying? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I know you don't agree, but we'll, we will agree to disagree. Whatever. Um, so... Are there any parts of your vows that you would change or like any component that you feel like now knowing you would have gone back and added or subtracted, divided, multiplied? Nope. Squared. Nope. I think, I mean, me personally, uh, for what I needed, um, what I thought was some of the most important things and aspects of being um, a great spouse, I think was all included in here. Um, I wouldn't have added anything or taken anything away. I just think that, I mean, you know, knowing um, that there were gonna be some, some ups, some hills and some valleys in our marriage, um, the determination or the, the commitment to be able to ride those waves, uh -huh. I think is just the most important. I think to me, it's the only way that you can get to, I mean, we're year three. Some people don't even make it to that. I mean, we're not like such, you know, experts in this marriage thing, but I think the only way you can, um, you know, we can last till, you know, it says a lifetime to go, you know, a lifetime till, you know, till we're old and gray is by being able to ride those, those waves and the ebbs and flows of marriage. And I think that's essentially what my, my vows uh, were saying what I was trying to really portray was that I was that I'm going to be a husband that continuously tries to put you before me mm -hmm. and so I think you know um, I was trying to to convey that and hopefully you know I'm, I'm living that as much as possible as I can um, I think the most difficult part is you know, at the end where it says, I promise to allow God to love you through me until our lives come to an end, which is a very hard, 
I mean, that's a that's a huge task, and it's a. I think it's the one of the probably the other place on here where you know I got some work to do as well, um, because when you're upset, when you're you know you're mad and all of that, like, the last thing you want to do is you know. How could you ever be mad at me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so look, um, this is a crazy thing. This is a little short little story. Uh, when Bree and I w were dating. Uh, I have a video, and I'll probably, oh. I'll probably <laughs> add it um, in this video so y'all can see it. I was at my dad's house. So me and Bree were dating. I don't know how long we were dating at the time. We didn't date really long, but I was just, uh, I was at my dad's house with my brother and his wife. My brother and his wife had maybe been married for about a year at that time. But they've been together for but they a couple been, years. Yeah, yeah. They've been, and I'm just talking about Bree, about how much, oh my gosh, this girl... Essentially, I, t I had told him, this is the time when I had told him I'm going to marry Bree. Like, this is the girl who I'm going to marry. It's the woman I'm going to marry. And they were like, really? Like, yeah. I was like, she, man, you know what? We're never going to argue. <laughs> I said, like, we're never going to argue. I'm like, we just get along so great. I was like, if we ever argue, it's probably going to be because of something I did. Like, I just know, like, <laughs> I just know that... It's nothing that she did. Like, we would never argue. Prophetic. And they start busting up laughing, right? That's, they were just just rolling. So my brother pulls out his phone, and he starts recording, because he was like, I got to get this on camera. And so my dad is laughing. My brother's laughing. They laugh, and my brother's like, oh, oh. He's making fun of me. Oh, I'm not. We're never, we're never going to argue. It's only going to be something. And they just busting up laughing. And my dad said, oh, watch, record this. Play this in five years. Man, as soon as we said, I do <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Before I was hoping, reason, I do. Yeah, true. I was hoping that they didn't have that video, but they got the video. That's going to extremely upset me. Oh, okay. if, if we do. <laughs> I did something. It's gonna be something I did. It's his fault. It's gonna be my fault. Yo, come on, man. She's not, she not in the room, dude. Come on, man. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Videotape that took five years. Yeah. Yeah. Five years. Yep. Five years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she's not going to do nothing that's going to make you uh, uh, upset. Not going to do nothing. Yeah, going to make it on the same face. You got five kids. You'll see. Work it, oh, dude. Yeah, you got it when he said, you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Okay. Yeah, you'll see. Like, I ain't even. All right. I ain't even been in the argument. Uh, but yeah. he, he had some. From true statements, in that if we're fighting, it's because something he did. The naivete. All I'm yes. saying is, uh, you know, when, when we're having those intense fellowships, it's hard sometimes to. Do you think it's like? Do you think it? It's a good idea to do like, like pre vows, or not necessarily like pre vows, but just where you both sit down and write out or discuss like what you 
when you think of a, so the opposite so like when for me when i think of a husband what does that mean so then the other person is aware of like what they're expecting of your role to be you know what i mean because we've had these conversations where um because a lot of things come a lot of our perceptions come from what we've seen growing up just our environment and so like what you've seen as an example of whatever um sometimes can be your tendencies of what you expect and so you know you have an idea of what a husband is to be not just do you think it's like but we did that we did premarital counseling no i didn't understand that we didn't like talk talk about no we didn't individually together to say like look when i say you're my husband that means you do a b c we didn't do that yeah but i mean that's because you don't know everybody thinks that well not i I hate using absolutes everybody a lot of people think that yeah this is what i want even though my spouse is not like that don't worry when we get married People think that people will no, change. No, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that so at least you've had that conversation. To- I mean, of course. I think it's important to have those conversations. But I also think that, you know, when you're in the thick of it and you're in love and all that, like, it's hard to see some yeah. of those things. Because, I mean, you you sat across that, al- that altar and pr- promised to do all of these things. <laughs> and then after we kissed, some of those things was like, I ain't doing that. That's not true. <laughs> so, I didn't say I'm not doing that. It's like, that's not the top of my priority. So, I mean, even having those conversations, I just think when things get tough, when things get tight, people revert back to yeah, they're, they're <laughs> their comfort zone. And their comfort zone is what they know. So, I mean, that's why it has to be a, a, daily, a daily thing that we're just working towards. I think it's, a, it's not something that you just say your vows and you throw them away and then just say okay cool like no i mean i think it's something that you got to constantly be thinking about it has to be constantly in the back of your mind and we have to constantly be in conversation about it and i think that we should have one of the things that we haven't had and i said that i wanted to have was an opportunity for us maybe twice a month or once a month to sit down and give each other some some feedback on how we're doing our spouses performance (laughs) our monthly spousely performance report Yep, we're going to have some one-on-ones and we're going to sit down oh and we're going to talk about how... But, I mean, I think it's important. I mean, most of the time people... Do, are we going to have a rubric? We will have a oh, rubric. Okay. And we'll talk about our performance and give each other some feedback, which I think is really important in a marriage. <laughs> because most of the time, I just think creating an environment where it's okay to tell your spouse, you know, ears at that they're failing and that they're not doing well <laughs> and for you for the for the benefit of the marriage i think it's important especially when you create an environment where it's okay to say those things and you know this that this is the time that's going to do it the time to like the time for that type of feedback is not when i'm giving you i'm telling you hey you know what i really don't like when you do that and then you turn around and say well listen i don't like when you do a b c or d either and i'm like that may you may have valid points but now is not the time. We're not talking. We're not going tit for tat and tat for tit. I don't think it. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I think the moral of the story is I have some really amazing vows. Number one. Number two. I'm I'm doing pretty good when it comes to these vows. Okay. Now I didn't include a lot of other stuff in here because I I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to do all that stuff right away. But I know what I could do was just offer that support, okay? 
I didn't say I was going to come here and, and, and be a millionaire and buy a mansion. I didn't say that. Somewhere in Wisconsin. Get it? Oh. <laughs> I never said I wasn't going to be the cause of any overdrafts in the account. There's nowhere in these vows. Oh, Lord. I wish we would have. <laughs> Did I ever? I never promised that. See, you expect the stuff that but I ain't you, gonna promise. But you said what that. I said. Okay, look, this is where your broadness bites you in the butt. Because you said, where did you say? I pledge for all those, all of those assembled today to be your husband from this day forward. So your broadness of husband, I have a definition of what a husband is. So you should have got specific and said your what husband the, who. Listen, what the Bible <laughs> say? Right, yeah, the Bible. Listen, we can we listen, can interpret everywhere. I'm listen, pretty sure the Lord says, "Thou shall not have overdraft accounts." Listen, this is all I'm saying is these vows were written with the spiritual and the Christian definition and commitment for a husband. Right? The world has a whole another like. There's this whole idea of what a husband's supposed to be and the responsibilities for a wife, right? Based on what most people say that a husband's supposed to do and what a wife is supposed to do. That is not even biblical. And since we live our lives, we're trying and we're striving to be, you know, to live according to what the Bible says and have a marriage that reflects what the Bible says a marriage is supposed to reflect. There's some, some roles and responsibilities for a husband and roles and responsibilities for a wife. And, um, I try to mix all that stuff in here. We got any other questions? <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I don't. Have, your perfect vows, which come like second <sighs> to my vows. We can take a vote. You all let us know who has the better vows. You can do sympathy votes for one as well. I understand, but your vows were good. But I think you think you went broad and and that saved you. But your broadness can also include title. Well, I have a question. Since we are celebrating our three years of marriage. Oh, dear. Today. Literally today. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons you've learned <laughs> in these three years? Um, the, wow. I don't know. That's a hard question. Um, the biggest lesson I learned. A most important lesson. Um, I, there's a lot. I think, the top thing that I've it doesn't have to be one you can okay, give like maybe three or that's because you want to give like three um <laughs> the top one of the top lessons I've learned and I'm still in the process of learning or not even learning but just like um what do I want to say uh embracing is that I control nothing like at all um so the the three years of marriage including everything that's happened from just the two years with us and now these past eight months with Jalen um is that I have control over absolutely nothing and it's it's a humbling um scary um exciting thing to to come to terms with um because exciting and relief because it takes some of the pressure off of me because I've lived my life in a very perfectionist state of being. Um, and so as I truly, truly started to embrace the fact that I really don't control, I have control over nothing in the sense of just things that happen. Um, it allowed me to really rely on God in terms to 
to put the onus on him in that sense to look to him to say look this is what your word is promised and then just rely on that and know that you know my control in in that sense and when i say i don't have control over anything i'm really truly talking about just life in itself like yeah we can control our actions and reactions to things but just just in general there's so little in life we can control and so it's really helped me to once i started embracing it to change my attitude i think i'm in the process of that attitude shift of life i still revert back to my comfort level of perfection <laughs> well, you, it's, it's, it's funny that you said you talked about perfection um because i saw um i don't know where i saw it but they said uh, someone said that um perfection perf like perfectionist or being a perfectionist is a cover for insecurity mm. because there's no such thing as perfection and because there's no such thing as perfection people who are perfectionists are really insecure of being able to accept that it's not going to be perfect all the time mm -hmm. right or like when people are like oh I can't do this oh I don't want to release it because it's that there's some insecurity in the fact of like maybe it's less than or right, it's or the not rejection that the rejection that can come but anyway i just which is interesting you said that um yeah that's the biggest lesson that i've learned and i think to um this journey this part of my new journey in my life from marriage till now and the rest of marriage um has just really forced me to um I think another big lesson is just getting to know myself. I don't know if that's considered a lesson or not, but just um, a lot of self-reflection um, and seeing a lot of things in me that I just didn't even know existed or, you know, both good and bad. Um, so this year has been a really self-reflecting year for me, more so of recent time, like halfway point of the year. Um, has been a, a really reflection thing. So yeah. Cool. Now you ask, answer the question because I know you're itching to answer. I'm not itching. Um, <clears throat> three years. I mean, hmm. I mean, it's not like, so I wouldn't say it's a, a lesson that I didn't know or didn't learn. I just think it's a reminder that like, there, I have a few, but uh, just a reminder that, man, to stay, to stay at it, right? Like, so, you know, I didn't really know how... I had never been married before, so I didn't know, you know, these, I always heard, no, you know, you go through stuff, you just, you know, but I just never, I never, I was really new, right? I had only been in one relationship before that, and that was a very short relationship, um, and I was like 24 when I was in that relationship, so I hadn't been in a relationship, I hadn't had a girlfriend, you know, um, until I was much older, it was a short relationship. So I never really went through anything with anyone. Um, my, how I was bef before, I didn't put up with a lot of stuff. So it was like 
something that just, you know, I wasn't really feeling, you know, you just move on, um, cut ties and, and, and move on. Um, so in marriage, I mean, you, you, can't. <laughs> you can't do that, right? And so I think um, just one of the, the biggest lessons I learned was, was how to how to stay if that makes sense i don't no, know what that that's means. actually a really good point because i i agree like i was the same i would i would self-sabotage relationships like i wasn't in a lot of relationships but like my last relationship was three years um and even relationships before that like i would start doing things that would cause the other person to be like man i don't want to be a part of this anymore like i would just become like um the b word <laughs> curse <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like self-sabotage. So then they would be the ones who kind of be like, man, I just don't think this is working. And then I could just walk away scot-free with kind of feeling like, oh, well, you know, so no, I agree. It's a Yeah. I, I mean, this idea of staying through, you know, some tough times is, uh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's a hard, it's hard. Um, and I had never done it before. Um, so, you know, just learning, learning that, that thing. But like I told Bree, man. Look, I got way too many pictures of her on my social media, and I'm here. We, I'm in it for the long haul, so we're going to die together. Okay. Well, that maybe not together. Harsh. You know what I mean? Like, the only way we get... I'm Why can't you just say we're going to, like, live through old age together, and then it's kind of obvious that... You know what I mean? Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> like, my goodness. I'm just here for it. I got two. You seeing them pictures on social media? We got videos. Now we got, you know, the marriages for adults. What I look like having marriages for adults. And then next to y'all know, Bree just, where Bree? Oh, well, we, uh, we just not together. No, nah, man, we going to figure this out. Um, so, you know, just being committed, you know, for, for this is, the other part is like, I've never had anyone so dependent upon me before and when i say dependent upon like you know having a wife means that you're accountable to someone uh -huh. you know not dependent like oh she need money from me and all that no because that ain't the case uh she make more than i do but uh, <laughs> um but having to someone who you know, you are accountable to for your actions, you know, on a much deeper level than just like family and, you know, friends who are like, oh, you don't want to do anything bad to mess up the family name and all of that. Like, no, you have someone who you, who your actions, you know, directly affect. And so just having, you know, getting out of that, I tell Brie all the time, you know, that single mentality. A lot of time, you know, people get married and they still have single mentalities like, you know, not understanding how their decision their actions affects the whole and now having a son you know bringing a child into the the whole mix i mean now that that means that my decisions and my actions they get magnified by 20 or 30 times because they have an impact not only just right now but they have you know impact down the down the line you know decisions that i'm making now are going to affect Jalen 20 years from now so you know just having that um, that idea and, the, and that those things in the back of my mind. Yeah, I think too. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing as kind of like uh, we control nothing, but 
another really kind of big lesson I feel like I've learned through this journey is um, not everything has to go as you thought it was supposed to. Um, I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that it's okay that life doesn't look how you planned it. Um, and I, I feel like that probably goes hand in hand with like the lack of control. But, um, cause what do they say about comparison? There's a thing that's about comparison. There's like a quote about comparison. But when you're looking at your life and then kind of seeing like your circle of friends or family and like what they're doing and comparing it back to kind of like where you thought you should be or like where I thought I should be, um, can be dangerous, you know? And I feel like that can cause, um, strife in the relationship too. That sounds good in theory, but how do you practice that though? What do you mean? How do you like, how do you practice it being okay with your life looking different than... Right. Well, I, I mean, I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, that goes... I brought that up to say that I feel like that's a big piece of the lack of control. Mm. Um, that if you can embrace that, then I think that's how you can start to practice. I mean, for me, it was really just relying... Coming to terms with that and then... Um, taking it to God really just really really surrendering that because it's still something I struggle with um you know every now and then um and because then I, I was I was playing the blame game and I mean we'll talk about it in future episodes especially when we talk about the business um <laughs> because for me I started to play the blame game and things became his fault and I took no ownership or responsibility uh, for my role in where we were as well um, it really was just like um, I was the innocent party and there's no such thing um, especially in a marriage there's, there's no innocent party both people are always guilty the only innocent party is God who's in the middle of you too and that's where you have to come and bring that to to um, get back on that level ground so I think that's probably what we'll talk I think we should probably talk about the business we'll get a We'll get deep. <laughs> we were going, we were surface level. Um, but yeah, I think that this will be a good segue to, to talk about, um, yeah, like marriage. Like, is it what you thought it was going to be? Like, what was in the marriage that caused it to, for us to not look the way? And this is from my perspective. We can talk about it from your perspective some other time. <laughs> <laughs> for the next episode we will talk about um we'll talk we'll talk about the business we'll talk about one of our 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 sore points um in our marriage which is is the business um yeah i think it's i think it'll be a good conversation to have and share with other people and get their feedback because i think every relationship has it it doesn't have to be a business or even something as big as that but something that's this recurring thing that just was a hurdle um and it could be a good thing the business wasn't a bad thing it's just how we handled it right but disclaimer business was before this newly found and adopted mentality yes. of <laughs> rules and responsibilities well of of this whole thing of you don't have control over oh, yeah. that and being okay with your life looking different than yes so i mean we don't it doesn't necessarily have to be specifically talking about the business it could literally 
I mean, the conversation is really about what happens when the direction that your life is going is different than the life that you plan. Correct. And that's I mean, what I'm saying. And so I, I don't mean to make the business the focus, but that... Talk about my, my business. Sure. Oh, Jesus. For us, the people, business... People are going to be buying popcorn right now. <laughs> You're talking about just... Shoot. The business represented um, what I was just talking about, my lesson of, of lack of control um, and understanding um, what I viewed as something that should be as though it's, it wasn't. So the business is really just a representation of, of a mindset that I had. And so that's what we'll really be talking about. Um, you know, so yeah. Yep. Well, I think that was good. I, I appreciated what you said. There is no innocent party in a marriage. And I think that is something that's extremely powerful that people should take home and use and utilize that you know everything that within a marriage um yeah we all play a role and yeah. part um and if you just take if you blame yourself mm-hmm. i mean you know they have got people like gary v and other people who do all these talks who? gary v Who's that? she don't know <laughs> who um, is it? we'll talk about that later just tell me about He's a, he's like a guy who talks and yells at people and, and like tells them get their life together and tells them to stop having all of these excuses like stop. It's like a motivational speaker. Yeah, stop blaming people, right? If you just say everything is your fault, then guess what? You can you can affect change, right? Like if if I'm blaming you or if I'm saying you need to change, well then you know. It's nothing I really can do because I have to sit and wait and hope that you change. But if I say that everything is my fault, I can put a plan together to be able to change the, the things that I need. So it's like really extreme, but yeah, I mean, it's good the to hear that there. the concept there. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think we should end it like, why is marriage for adults? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm We're joking. not copying. I'm joking. Um, all right, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in. What man are you talking to? All right, everyone. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I'm Juan Young. I am Bree Young. It's my wife. And today, three years down, baby. A lifetime to go. Like a gang sign. Three years down. A lifetime to go. And show them that ring. See, it fits finally again. It fit. Can y'all see that? <laughs> My hands got really fat. All them, <laughs> I got all them cubics up in there. Boy, oh, them gosh. cubics. Um, I know. The rock candy got stuck on that one. Yeah, man. Three years down. A lifetime to go. Um, it's been a hell of a journey, but wouldn't want to be married to anyone else but this beautiful, light-skinned woman right here. Um, <laughs> I just want you to know, this is a... I normally never dated anyone light-skinned. I just want to throw that out there. My mom was really dark, and so I really wanted just a chocolate, chocolate, chocolate something. And then this one came into my life, and I was a little hesitant at first. Why? But I married her. I asked her. And I was like, oh, shoot, she actually want to marry me too? Cool. Great. Hmm. Yeah. All right, man. All right, people. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts. Yes. Let us know what you think of the vows, uh, Wad's vows, and just, um,
general thoughts. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you can, go follow us on Instagram. We created a new page for this video vlog thing that we're doing. It's called at marriage is for adults. Go follow us. Okay. I'm at Juan Young Jr. And she's at B33 Young. B, the, le the, the letter, the letter B, 33, underscore young. And Is we'll it put underscore? It, it's underscore. Oh. Yeah. B, 33, underscore young. Go follow us, man. Go tell a friend, man. I'm trying to get these, these views up because you know what? There's some great information. We're just trying to share it with the world. We're not experts. We're just people out here going through the, the valleys and the hills of marriage. Marriage for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is for adults. See y'all. Peace.